Yesterday we began the discussion of Amir al-Nakhri, of the prohibition of telling a non-Jew to do malachah for you on Shabbos. This is not limited to Shabbos. It is also applicable to other halachas, but we're going to focus on the Isser of Amir al-Nakhri on Shabbos. So we mentioned yesterday several reasons why this is Asr. One reason which would only be Hilcha uh, Shabbos reason is Vidabar Dabar. One is not allowed to tell a, one is not allowed to talk about Malacha on Shabbos. So if you tell a non-Jew to cook for me on Shabbos, to clean, to, to, to drive, so that obviously is, is uh, violating Vidabar Dabar, you are mentioning a, a, uh, a Malacha. But the primary reason is that there's some type of Shlichos, Midrabanon, that it's as if I'm doing the Malacha by telling the non-Jew to do it. So the truth is, when you consider what exactly is a amir anachri of telling a non-Jew to, to carry for me on Shabbos if there's no area to, to cook for me, however, one could think that perhaps if I, I could just avoid the whole thing. Let me tell him before Shabbos to do it. I won't tell him to do this on Shabbos itself. So perhaps that would avoid the whole iser of Amir Lanachri. So if you look in the Chai Adam, the Chai Adam here in Klal Gimel, so we're in Chalik Beis Klal Gimel, in Halacha Aleph, so he says that there's an iser of Amir Lanachri, and a person's not even allowed to leave things by a guy, to have a guy do things for him on Shabbos. But he says if you give it to him from before Shabbos, Me'er of Shabbos, Mutter, it will be permitted, if you follow these eight rules, so there's going to be eight rules, eight conditions, if you, if you check off the box, and these eight questions, then a person is allowed to, is allowed to have the nachri do malachar for him on Shabbos. So let's say a person is running a business, or he has uh, certain things that need to, need to be done over the course of the year, and, and might end up falling out on Shabbos. So you look at these eight questions. If you answer uh, you know, positive or negative, depending on the question, so then it would be allowed. So what are these eight questions? Again, this is, this is happening before Shabbos. So a person is doing all this before Shabbos. What do you have to consider? So we'll go through it quickly, and then we'll spend time over the next few shurim going through them slowly. So the first one is, Shaloyaseb Beis Yisrael. This is Aleph, that a person should not do this it should not be done in the house of a Yisrael. That would be, uh, we could think about concerns that it's Maris Ayin, if it's being done in your home. That's number one. Number two is, she yafzik loy schar, you have to, or katsats, you have to have a set price. That for this job, you're going to get paid X amount of dollars. Whether it takes you 10 hours or 12 hours, you're paying him for the job, not paying him for the hour. Similar condition is condition number three, that it should be kablonus and not schiriyam. Schiriyam is when you hire the person for the day and you're mine for the day and whatever I need, you're going to do. Versus kablonus is the person accepted the job as opposed to a schiriyam. The third, the fourth uh, Condition is You didn't say do this for me on Shabbos. If you tell an employee go travel here on Shabbos, that is clearly Amir Lanachri. So that would be a uh, condition number four. They didn't actually specifically say this should be done on Shabbos. The fifth one, interesting condition, has to be talush. It has to be uh, separate, uh, not attached to the ground. If something is attached to the ground and you're doing malacha with that, then even if uh, I, I got the first few conditions, that would not help. So anything that's mechubar lakaka will get into lawn care or uh, you know a different uh, or construction which is mechubar lakaka. So that would not be mutter. Number six, it should not be mafursam that this is a yids. Item. So let's say a person uh, brings his uh, car to the mechanic, and everyone knows, and everyone in town knows that this is the, the Jew's car. And you see 
that the mechanic, you know, let's say uh, his doors are open, his garage doors open, and everyone sees that the mechanic is fixing this person's car, so that would be awesome. Now, typically, there's not, you know, no one has one, there's not only one person that owns a specific car, so there, there will be reasons to be makeable, but I'll just give you an example. If it's more foursome, if everyone knows that, or the Chayalim says, even three people, if three people know, that this is owned by a Jew, this house, this construction project, this uh, car, then it, it cannot be done. Number seven, that the Jew should not have any extra benefit that it's being done on Shabbos. Meaning, if I, if I, the Yid, need this malacha for some reason to be done on Shabbos, I get paid more, I'm going to lose out a client otherwise, so then I really want it to be done on Shabbos, so then it will be also because that's what I want. I want it to be done on Shabbos. And number eight is a similar concept we had before that a, that the guy should not be hired for the year. Let's say a person hires the Nachri for the year that you always work for me. I own your time. W2. So that would be also as well because since I, I owe your time and, and uh, well, not a W2, but, but if I own your time and you have to work for me for the entire year, so anytime you're working for me on Shabbos, I'm gaining and therefore will be us. So if you think about a theme from these eight conditions, we get into the discussion of Maris Ayin, when something's being done in your house, if people know about it, that gets into the category of Maris Ayin. We also throw in the concept of Zilzul Shabbos, that if it's being done in your house, even if people wouldn't know or wouldn't think that you told the guy to do it for you, still the Zilzul Shabbos, there's so much noise going on in your house, your house becomes a construction site, so that's a, uh, another thing. A person should not be gaining from a malacha being done on Shabbos. And we see the heter, the heter part of it would be, let's say the, the guy doesn't have to do it on Shabbos, but they on their own decided to do it, to do it on Shabbos. This is the term of adate dinavshe. They're doing it on their own das, meaning the person has a job to finish. They have to, uh, I don't know, I order a custom-made suit. They have to make the suit within the next few months or a few weeks, whatever, whatever the story is. They don't have to do it on Shabbos. They could do it on Tuesdays. If they decide on their own in their factory to make it on Shabbos, that is called a dakti denafsheh. They're doing it on their own das. So that would not be called amir lenach, even though I told them to do it, but I didn't tell them to do it on Shabbos. And they're doing it on their own, not in my house. That, so that would be a basic heter. So the sadla heter in all these cases are a dakti denafsheh. It has to be that they're doing it with their own uh, based on their own decision. So let's look at the first halacha. The first halacha here, so this is in Chay Adam Klal Gilma Halacha Beis, that it has to be Sheyaitzi Kaidem HaShabbos Mibesu Shal Yisrael. It must have been removed from the Beisu Shal Yisrael before Shabbos. Now, where, what's the source for this? So this is actually a Mishnah. So the Mishnah in the first parak of Shabbos, it's the famous Machlekes Beishamei Beishil, which we already discussed some of this at length regarding Shvisas Kalim, that a person's Kalim, according to Beishamei, have to rest on Shabbos, and according to Beishil, there's no problem, as you know, you allowed to have your uh, your machines running on Shabbos as long as it doesn't doesn't make too much noise. We went through that in the in Klal Aleph. So at the end of this Mishnah. Beishamai says like this: A Shammai say, you cannot bring, we'll just give a, a contemporary example, you can't bring your, your clothing to the dry cleaners unless they're going to finish the, the cleaning before Shabbos. So that's the opinion of Beishamai. 
and the Gemara says, Ubekul and all these things, Beis Hilamatirin Im Hashamesh. Beis Hila holds all of these things are fine. You're allowed to bring your, your uh, suit to the dry cleaners a minute before Shabbos, no problem. As long as it's done prior to sunset, according to Beis Hila, there is no problem. Comes along the Gemara, the Gemara Yerchesim and Beis, the last couple lines of the Gemara, the Gemara says, he, they bring from Rabbi Akiva, that, that, that is an agreement with Beis Hila, that Basil said this halacha, that it's mutter in Mashamesh, that's only Kedei Sheyetse Mi Pesach Pesach. That's as long as the Nachri took it out of the Yid's house before Shabbos. But let's say you had a dry cleaning service pickup and they would come to your house and they're, rem- and they're removing the suits or shirts or dresses from your house. Once it's already dark outside, once it's already Shabbos, even Beis Hillel would hold that it's Asr. So there's already a source for this in the Gemara that there's a difference between if the Nachri uh, has the item in his hands and left your house prior to Shabbos or if he's doing it on Shabbos. If he's doing it on Shabbos, even may still hold that it's also. So if you look in the Rambam, Rambam in Hilcha Shabbos, Perek Vav, Halacha Yates, says like this, Le'yitain Adam be'er of Shabbos kilen umen gar la'asoyis and alpi shapasakimai ela b'chtei sh'yeti behenmi basic kodem shecha shecha. So the Rambam says, Quoting this Gemara, that a person cannot give his clothing to the to the Uman, even if you do it Arab Shabbos, if the if the uh, the Nakri is going to dilly dally, he's going to hang around your house and not leave the premises before Shabbos starts, you cannot do that. Why is that? So he brings a few more halachas. He gets into selling and and uh, renting, lending things on Shabbos, and he says the reason is like this. Why is this? Because it looks like you. The Nachri is doing malacha for you on Shabbos. It, it, it looks shakos man shuvah Any time that the Nachri is in your house and he's doing work or he's taking out clothing, you don't know when you gave it to him. And when the guy takes it out on Shabbos, it looks like you lent it to the guy. You gave it to the guy as a mashkin for your loan, or you sold it to him, and you did all these things on Shabbos. So therefore, it gives off the appearance of malacha being done, some shady business, some violation of Shabbos is being done as the, as the Nachri walks out of your house on Shabbos carrying a bunch of dresses, carrying some laptops. So that would be an, uh, an isser of, of uh, Marasayan, and that is condition number one. Condition number one, according to the Chayadim, is that it has to be removed from your house prior to Shabbos. Now, the truth is there are two different sugyas when it comes to a person's home uh, and, and this halacha. The first sugya is found in Simon Reish Memvav Sif Dalet. So there the, the Shulchanar discusses lending or renting things to a Nachri on Shabbos. So can a person, can my neighbor come and pick up uh, his order on Shabbos? Let's say, I don't know, I sell kakash cake. So can I, uh, can I sell that to the guy before Shabbos? He'll pick it up. So the question is like this. Is there... What, is, what, what will be the, the problem here? So the problem here is that it looks like I gave it to the guy and I told him to carry it for me out on Shabbos. That seems to be the concern. So right off the bat, you would say, well, it depends where I live. If I live in a place where there's an Eruv, there's, a, uh, there's an Eruv in place and there's no problem of carrying, okay, so that would be, uh, that would be one header. But let's say I live in a place where there is no Eruv, so if I, if I give the guy kakash cake on Shabbos and he's walking out with it, it looks like I uh, gave him this present, he's going to be carrying it out on Shabbos. Maybe not kakash cake, but other, other examples. Let's say I, uh, I, I, lend, I lend the Nachri a hammer. 
I lend him uh, something. So he's walking out on Shabbos. It looks, it gives off the appearance that I told him to do malacha for me on Shabbos. So we're going to get into these two different questions. Question number one is, she'ela, to lend a nachri something, or schiris, to rent him something, can I lend my neighbor my car? They want my car. It's, it's Shabbos afternoon. Their car is not working. We're very good friends. My next door neighbor, he's a non-Jew, let's say. So can I say, oh, no problem, take my car? On one hand, I didn't do anything. I'm being nice. I'm making Kiddush Hashem. I'm lending him my car. On the other hand, it looks like I, I asked him to do malacha for me. I need I need to deliver anything to be delivered. I need the you know to the car to be to have some work done to the car. It gives off the appearance that I'm doing malacha through the guy. That's one question. Another question is. Can a, a guy come to my house and pick up things? Let's say uh, Amazon packages or you know dry cleaning pickup. What about garbage collection? So Mr. Shem, we're running out of time here. So tomorrow we'll focus on these two questions of when things are being done in the base of Yisrael or being taken out of the house of, 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 of Yisrael, even by a non-Jew. A non-Jew came to pick up my lawnmower. So is that allowed on Shabbos? It gives off the appearance of Maris Ayan, of that I asked him to do malacha for me. So Mr. Sham will get to this tomorrow.